Wow, that sun is bright today. Glory be to God. Today is November 13th, 2016. We're in America. It's a new day in America. Americans have voted Donald J. Trump, Mr. Trump. President-elect, the new president of the United States of America is Donald J. Trump. Praise the Lord. There's about 260 million Americans that are Christians. 260 million Christian Americans in our land. And we have turned to God, like it says in 2 Chronicles, and we called out to Him and we prayed and we asked Him to heal our land and we stopped our wicked ways for the moment. I pray that we would continue to stop our wicked ways. We would seek the Lord. Because God says that if my people will seek Him, turn from their wicked ways, pray, He would heal. He would hear us from heaven and heal our land. Looks like we're going to have eight good years. But not our will. God's will be done. But it looks good. The future's so bright, i got to wear shades. Praise the Lord. So we're going to get into the message today. Once again, Sunday, November 13, 2016 from Constitution Park in Camarillo, California, live. I'm going to start with a quote from Charles Spurgeon. He says here, and this is for us to consider because of the times and because the Bible says that at the, at the time of the, the coming of the Son of Man, it shall be like the days of Noah. There's so many teachers out there that are not teaching the entire Word of God. They're teaching the Bible out of context. They're teaching part of the Bible. They're not driving the message home. They're sharing the Word of God in part, but not rightly dividing the Word of God according to the Word of God. And God says we have to rightly divide it, sound doctrine, as per the Word of God, not adding a jot or a tittle, not removing a jot or a tittle. And I want to encourage you guys, if you're one of those teaching the Word of God in part. You're not driving home the message. You failed at that. Then I pray to God that He would move in your heart, that you would repent, and from this day forward you would begin teaching the true Word of God, the sound doctrine that God speaks of through His Word. Do not enter the ministry if you can help it. If any person can be content to be a newspaper editor or a grocer or a farmer or a doctor or a lawyer or a king in the name of heaven and earth, let him go his way. If on the other hand you can say that for all the wealth in the world you could not embrace any other calling so as to put aside the preaching of the gospel, then your calling is sure. Charles Spurgeon. Beloved, today's subject is God's principles on governing by kings. God's principles on governing by kings. And the object of the message from the Holy Bible today is that we would know these principles according to God's word. That we would know these principles according to God's word. Let's pray. Father God, we 
call you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your word. Thank you for you. God, you are worthy to be praised. Your house is a house of prayer. A house of worship. We worship you, God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Jesus, we call on you to give us your mind, the mind of Christ, through your Spirit. Help us see you. Help us love you. Help us worship you. Help us obey you by faith in Jesus Christ. Father, bless this message. I die to myself. I commit my entire being to you. We commit our being to you. We call on you, Father. Bless America. Bless your body, the body of Christ in America. Bless the people that we would have a revival, a huge revival that goes worldwide, starting in the park and going to the ends of the earth. Father, we praise you. Make us good Christians. Make us holy. Make us pure. We were wicked sinners. Purify us. Make us saints. Build us up. Convict us. Speak to us. Use us. Help us glorify you alone. Father, we praise you. I commit my vocal cords to you now, my tongue to you, my words, these words. Let them not be mine. Let them be yours by the power of your Holy Spirit. Let me hear them in my ears, in my mind, in my heart. And as I hear them from you, Father, let me speak them to glorify you. Father, speak to all of us. Elohim, speak to all of us. We call on you now in the mighty name of your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're going to read from the Holy Bible, the only book which is holy. God is holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. God is infinitely holy, and His Word is infinitely holy. Jesus said, the Word of God says that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Infinitely. He's the same. Jesus is always the same. So we'll read from Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20. We're going to read out of the New King James Version today, beloved. Men, grab your Bibles. Grab a pen. Grab some paper. Take some notes. When God speaks to you, we pray that it would be God speaking to you, not me, but that the Holy Spirit would move in your heart and your mind and He would speak to you through the reading of his word. And it would be God speaking to you, not me. Because it's not about me, it's about Jesus. This message is about Jesus. This message is about God, Elohim. So let's read from Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20 out of the New King James Version. That's the NKJV. If you're online seeking or searching for the Bible. Nowadays you can go online to Google and you can just do a search for Bible online and you'll see you know, several websites populate. Grab one and make sure that you stick to sound doctrine. I use Bible Gateway. There are, is openbible.info, and there's other ones. Stay away from the false religions. 
out there and stick to the pure Word of God. None of these Bibles that add or subtract. Stick to the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20. Principles governing kings. Principles governing kings. We'll start in verse 14. When you come to the land which the Lord your God is giving you, and possess it and dwell in it, and, I, and say, I will set a king over me like all nations that are around me. You shall surely set a king over you whom the Lord your God chooses. One from among your brethren you shall set as king over you. You may not set a foreigner over you who is not your brother, but he shall not multiply horses for himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt to multiply horses. For the Lord has said to you, you shall not return that way again. Neither shall he multiply wives for himself, lest his heart turn away, nor shall he greatly multiply silver and gold for himself. Also it shall be, when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in the book, from the one before the priest, the Levites, and it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, and be careful to observe all the words of the law and these statutes, that his heart may not be lifted above his brethren, that he may not turn aside from the commandments to the right hand or to the left and that he may prolong his days in his kingdom. And he and his children in the midst of Israel. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm so happy to know and to hear that the prophecy of Mr. Trump came true, came to pass. Donald J. Trump is our new president. He became our president. November 2016, praise the Lord. On November 8th, 2016, we went out, we prayed, we voted, and we won all glory and honor and praise to the Lord God Almighty. He seems to be giving us another chance. The year of Jubilee, the year of blessing, we are going to be blessed in our land because we're going to have a brother in the White House. Donald J. Trump proclaims faith in God. Donald J. Trump proclaims faith in Jesus Christ. Donald J. Trump is the new President of the United States of America. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We are so thankful to you, Father. We praise you, Father. We want to glorify you, Father. We give you our hearts, Father. I give you my heart, Father. I pray you speak now. As we go through your word and learn from you, because you're the teacher, the Holy Spirit, the counselor, speak to us. In Jesus' name, amen. We also pray that you bless Mr. Trump, that you bless him, his family and those around him, 
and those that are working to glorify you, to fix America, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Father, we praise you, we call on you. Here at Sea Park, around the world, your people, help us unify in Christ Jesus, bring unity in Christ Jesus to all the believers, and help us spread the gospel out to the ends of the earth. Help us reach those E3 locations. Those that are unreached with the gospel of Jesus Christ, send your word out, Father. Use us. Use the media. Use your people. Use us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So there was a prophecy in 2011 by a fireman that had been injured and moved out of the firefighting career. But God had kept him in a home for 10 years. And God has kept many of his people, it seems, in isolated spaces to seek God. It's kept me in the park, called me myself. Now this is about Jesus working in my life. Nothing in me is good alone, but with Jesus, Jesus is good. I could do nothing but wickedness alone. But with God, I can do. God can do great things through me. He can do great things through you. So God called me as I'm sitting at Kathy Carell's house. She had a condo. Kathy was the head of security for the Dallas Cowboys when they would come to Oxnard, California. She spoke well of them. I ministered to her. I shared the word of God with her. I gave her the word of God. I planted seeds with her. I rented from her. I got the whole top floor in this condo. It was beautiful. She was a woman that was very stern, very a matter of fact. She kept the law. She lived a good life. She was a kind woman, but she was not to be messed with. She was big. She was tall. She was like a woman football player. No joke. Great woman. Great lady. Total respect for her. She died of cancer. And toward the end, oh, it was sad because, you know, the cancer was taking effect and it was, she was deteriorating slowly but surely. But she kept going. She didn't give up. She was working in Oxnard. She ran several locations as head of security. And I won't mention those. That's neither here nor there. But the Dallas Cowboys, she got to help the young men that would come into the team, the Cowboys, and try and steer them in the right direction, even as a head of security. She had a conscience. She wanted to do right. She had many stories to share. And I'll share some with you in the future. She knew T.O., she knew the owner of the Cowboys. 
and he knew and they knew her. They trusted her. She did a good job. She ran that tight ship. There was order. God created order. And I got to share the love of Jesus with Kathy. Shared it with her. Planted the seed. Encouraged her. I hope she had the faith. I think she did. I know she lived a lifestyle that would have shown it. But she might not have spoke it much. The thing is, we want to speak. We want to share our faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the Word of God. Now, you want to have the actions. She had the actions. But you also want to speak it. No judgment. Because many people don't speak. And God knows what's happening. I'm nothing. God is my everything. And I know that I'm nothing. I'm like a grain of sand. I'm nothing. And I praise God that I'm nothing. And I praise God that I understand that I'm nothing. And nothing and no one can harm me unless God lets them. And he'll do the same for you. Because God is real and God loves you. And he wants to have a close personal relationship with you through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why he calls us not to be unequally yoked. He wants us to be yoked with other believers. See what I'm saying? He wants us to be around those who love him, who he knows, who know him, who he's called, even his elect. Who, if they're not careful, could be deceived by the enemy, by false teachers even, doing false miracles, false religion, false doctrine. So let's cling to God. Let's cling to what is right. Let's hate what is evil. Let's hate false doctrine. Dislike it. Hate it. Get it out of our lives. Let's do the right thing. Let's follow God. Yahweh. Jesus, Yahshua, Holy Spirit, Paracletos. Let's follow God. Let's do it. I want to motivate you. God is so good. He gives us peace. There's total peace here at the park. God called us here to the park. And he said, I'll, he, he convicted me clearly in his still small voice that God will be here present. He will be present when we preach. It will be as if we're preaching unto the Lord. If nobody shows up, God is here. If everybody shows up, God is here. If the park's filled to the max, 10,000 plus people, God is here. If I'm here alone with God, God is here. Praise the Lord. There's so much peace here right now. It's beautiful. That's because God is here. It's because it's from the Lord. So let's get back to Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20. And... Uh, Let's pray one more time. Father, just please teach us how to vote in the future, how to vote appropriately according to your word. Help us and those Christians who didn't vote according to your perfect and holy will. We pray that they would learn your word, learn to hear from you, and learn to take action according to your perfect and holy will. Show us how to pray and how to encourage one another and how to encourage those in government, those who govern our land like Mr. Trump. Mr. Pence, 
and those around, Lord. Help them get the enemy out of government. Help them remove those who are against America. Help them get those who commit crime against America out of the White House. Make Mr. Trump stronger and bolder and more courageous than ever by the power of your Holy Spirit. Help America stop questioning Trump. Thank you for speaking that to me. And help him. Stop questioning Trump. Help him. Yes, Father. We pray for that across our land. Please teach us what you want us to know. And we pray this, Lord, Father God in heaven, in Jesus' name, amen. I thought that this would be a good Bible reading today because we worship God with the reading of His Word. Through the reading of God's Word and meditating on His Word and learning from His Word, we worship God through the reading, by the reading, with the reading of His Word. So Deuteronomy 17, 14, when you come to the land which the Lord your God is giving you and possess it and dwell in it and say, I will set a king over me like all the nations that are around me. Something that pops out to me by the power of the Holy Spirit through Christ Jesus, my faith. God says, when you come to the land which the Lord your God is giving you. So God breathes this. He speaks to us, His people around the nation and around the world. We're one race in Christ Jesus. We're a royal priesthood, but remember that. When you come to the land which the Lord your God has given you. So God has given us America under Judeo-Christian rule and law. Under the Bible. One nation under God. God gave us the Bible, the Holy Bible, the Word of God. God gave us this land. God gave us America. We must turn to Him. God gave us this land. And we're here to glorify God and give God all the glory, honor, and praise by our faith in Jesus, by praising Him in all we do. America has lost this. We are Christians. Predominantly. We do love God. Predominantly. And I believe in all man's hearts, they want to love God more, but they don't know how or they don't know His Word. But I'm here to tell you, beloved, I'm here to tell you men, men of God, stand up. Speak up. Stand up for your right to praise Jesus. Stand up for your right to praise Jesus. Open your mouth. Share the truth in love. And if you don't know how to share the truth in love, share the truth and pray and ask God to show you how to do it in love. But stand up and share the truth in love. God's teaching me. I fall short on the love part. I'm hard-headed like Flint for God's Word. And I'm a no-nonsense type of man. I'm hard-headed like flint for God's word. I was being blown to and fro. I was found, but I was shrinking back before 03. I was found. God found me, pulled me up, picked me up, saved me, drove out the demon, set me free by the blood of Jesus. 
best day of my life was when I was saved. Holy Spirit came, set me free. I knew God owned me. I knew he took my life. He grabbed me out of the, the miry clay, the dark pit of hell. Set me free. Wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. He'll do the same for you. I'm here to encourage you, to motivate you. Turn to God in heaven and he will bless you. So when you come to the land which the Lord God has given you, God has given us America. Yes, amen. God has given us Mr. Trump to rule, to run America as the so-called, he's not a king, but as a king, but as the president of the republic, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. We're all equal at the foot of the cross. We're all loved by God. You're loved by God. Do you love God? Do you call out to God and pray to God and meditate on God's word and seek Him and pray to Him and, and honor Him and glorify Him and praise Him? I want to encourage you to do it because you can. He loves you. He wants you to. So God's given us this land. And He says, when you come to the land which, your Lord, which the Lord God has given you, God has given us America. I want you to know that. We have to seek God. He loves us. He wants our heart and possess it and dwell in it Say and say. So he tells us, I will set a king over me like all the nations that are around me. You shall surely. Now he's speaking to Israel in this. But this is for all time. This is the word of God. This is for us in America. We have a president. He would be like the king, but he's not a king. He's the president for the people, by the people, under God. One nation under God would be one nation under Elohim. In the beginning, God, in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. One nation under Elohim. God the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Let's tell the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth. America is one nation under God the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Let's explain it so that we can all understand it. And I'm passionate, and I love the Lord, and that's why I speak with this type of voice. Not because I'm upset, because I'm praising God. I love the Lord. I speak a matter-of-factly, because it's a matter-of-fact to me that God's Word is the truth, because it is the truth. Whether I say it or not, God's Word is the truth. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So he says, I will set a king over me like all nations that are around me. You shall surely set a king over you whom the Lord your God chooses. Well, if we pray and we get on our knees and we seek the Lord and we pray to God in heaven by faith in Jesus and we ask him who to vote for and we have the scales ripped off our eyes, removed from our eyes, and we can see the truth and we can see the darkness and we can see the fakes and we can see the real ones, then we can discern the times, the people, the things that are happening, the issues, and we can vote correctly. And we're not going to vote a party or a person. We're going to vote God's will be done. The best person for the job, man or woman, whatever. But it's God's will be done because we don't know exactly what God's going to do tomorrow. We know what he's doing in our life right now. We can see backwards, but we can't see forwards. God knows. He does give us prophecy. And one of the gifts of the spirit of prophecy, and God says to pray for those gifts, to pray for prophecy. The great gifts. Praise God for the birds. I always remember the birds because right now I'm sitting here and I'm looking, I'm seeing these birds and God takes care of the birds and he'll take care of us. We have to seek him. He loves us. You shall surely set a king over you 
whom the Lord your God chooses, one from among your brethren. So he calls us to put a leader in the place of leadership who are of our brethren. In our case, and in all cases, he wanted a man of God in Israel, leading Israel. The king would be a man of God. That's what, they, that's what God calls us to do, is put a king, or in our case, a president, who's a man of God. And that's what we need. You shall surely set the king over you whom the Lord your God chooses, one from among your brethren, you shall set as king over you. You may not set a foreigner over you. So God gives us a command, an instruction. It's not one of the Ten Commandments, but he tells us, he instructs us clearly. You shall not set a foreigner over you. That means a non-believer who does not believe in God. That means somebody from another country. But that means somebody that is a non-believer that does not worship God, Elohim, God the Father, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. That would be a foreigner. So it wouldn't only be somebody that's foreign to Israel, but also foreign as far as beliefs go. Do not set up a leader in, in position when God's speaking here in this time and context, when He's speaking to Israel, that is a non-believer. That would be a foreigner, somebody that is foreign to worship of God, to the Jews of Israel, the real Jews, which are those that have their faith in Jesus according to God's Word. Yes and amen. So you may not set a foreigner over you who is not your brother. He's not your brother if he doesn't believe in Elohim. So if he's a non-believer, if he denies Christ, if he denies Elohim, he's, a, he's not a brother. That's just the facts. But he shall not multiply horses for himself, nor cause the people to return. Now God gives us the instruction of what our leader, our president, in this case the king, but and he's speaking, so we'll focus on the context in Israel. But he shall not multiply horses for himself. And I'm letting the Holy Spirit lead this reading of the Word. I studied it, I read it, and now I'm letting the Holy Spirit convict and speak through me. I'm asking him to speak through me. Not just letting him, but asking him. But he shall not multiply horses for himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt. That means go back into the world system, or to go back to Egypt where their life was a little different. They were slaves to the world. They were slaves to the world system. They were slaves to, to Pharaoh. They've come out of there. Okay? Israel's come out. To multiply horses, and the Lord has said to you, you shall not return that way again. Neither shall he multiply wives. And he speaks to me because sometimes I want to go back and try to make some dough or go into business. And it, it, an example for us in the Old Testament is is uh, you shall not return that way again. So don't go back to the old ways. Don't go back to Egypt. Don't go back to the world system. Continue in Christ and God will provide. Egypt, multiply horses. So he says, But he shall not multiply horses for himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt to multiply horses. For the Lord has said to you, You shall not return that way again. Neither shall he multiply wives for himself, lest his heart turn away. Nor shall he greatly multiply silver and gold 
for himself. Okay, so God tells us clearly, we're not to go back to Egypt. They're not to go back to Egypt. You shall not return that way again. Neither do not multiply your wives, so keep yourself pure. One wife, be a man of one wife. The king at this time was to be a man of one wife. Lest the re and then he gives us a reason, and the reason is, is that it would, other wives, multiple wives, would turn his heart away from God in heaven. Nor shall he greatly multiply silver. So he shouldn't go and greatly try to multiply his wealth. What he should do is ask God for the heart of God. Make my heart like your heart. Make my mind like your mind. Put on the mind of Christ. Put on the armor of God. And seek God and do His will. And that he wouldn't try to stack treasures on earth, but his treasures in heaven, as the Word of God speaks, would be stacked. So God tells us clearly that the, the leader... And in our case, it will be the President of the United States. God gave us the United States of America. The land of the free, the home of the brave. We're free here in Christ Jesus. God keeps us free. But when we turn from Him, and if He removes His hand from America, we're in deep trouble. We've seen eight years of hard times. Very hard times. Lawlessness has been prevailing in America. It's made my stomach sick. I've cried out to the Lord, and I know you've, some of you have cried out to the Lord. Let's keep crying out to the Lord. Let's keep doing His will. Again to verse 17, Neither shall he multiply wise for himself, See, the wealthy have opportunity because when a man is wealthy, when a king is wealthy, when a president is wealthy, when they're popular and well-known, there could be 50,000 women in each city when these men are televised. I'm just sharing this with you in, a, in, 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 a, in the truth in love in a, in a way that you can receive it. But when somebody's popular... They're on television. There's hundreds of millions of people in America alone that are seeing who they are, what they do. Unfortunately, they're only seeing part of who the real person is. But when you go to a city, and that city might have 19 million people in it, let's say California or L.A. has around 19 million, there's a lot. If you're a man and you go to that city... There's a lot of women that want to hang out with you. So you have to be a man of God, a man of integrity, a man with character. We want to bless those women. We want to be careful. We want to lift them in prayer. We want to pray for them. Because women are beautiful. We love women. Men of God love women. But in a godly way. Not in a player way. Not in a lustful way. We have to learn to love women, the pure heart. Do it God's way. Not our way, not the way of the world, not the rock star world, not the Hollywood world, not the banker's world, not the big, big money maker world, but the way of the Lord. Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is the way. He loves us. Let's go on to verse 18. Because in 17, remember, God says, don't multiply wives, don't multiply riches, gold, silver, those type things. 
Pray that you would have multiplied love for God. That you would multiply your treasures in heaven. That you would stack your treasures in heaven. And we want to encourage Trump to do that. God has already given him riches. God will bless his riches. And he will come out doing, I pray, better than ever before. But he doesn't have to focus on the riches. Let's pray that God have Mr. Trump focus on serving God. Let's pray that God give Mr. Trump ears to hear and Mr. Pence ears to hear. Let's pray that Mr. Trump would be able to implement God's will, God's discipline, God's order in the White House and out to the world. In verse 18, also it shall be when he hits, I'm sorry, also it shall be when he sits on the throne of his kingdom. So God is here speaking to us about the king in Israel, that he shall write for himself a copy of this law in the book. Now this is really interesting to me. This struck me. This was good. This was, this was a, a blessing from the Lord because God says and speaks to write for himself a copy of the law, the you know, of this law in a book. So he's called to write down the law, the Ten Commandments, the law, God's law. I think about that and I think, wow, that's beautiful. That's amazing, actually. The Ten Commandments, the king is to write the Ten Commandments down. The law, the law of the book. From, one, uh, from the one before the priests, the Levites, and it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life. That means every day, all the days. That he may learn to fear the Lord his God and be careful to observe all the words of this law and these statutes, that his heart may not be lifted above his brethren. So he's to be humble in the Lord. He's not to be lifted. He's not to lift himself, elevate himself, but to consider himself and know that we're all equal at the throne of God, so to speak, or the foot of the cross anyway. Because there's not going to be non-believers approaching his throne. <laughs> so let me fix that one up. So we're all equal at the foot of the cross, that his heart may not be lifted above his brethren, that he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right or to the left. So God says that the leader in this case, the king, but in America, be the president. Yes and amen. That his heart may not be lifted above his brethren. That he may not turn aside from the commandment to the right or to the left. And today I encourage Mr. Trump to prosecute the lawbreakers that are in the White House and our government. I don't want him to be overzealous. I just want him to implement the law against the lawless. Many rumors on the street of the lawlessness that has occurred over many years. And I want to encourage in Christ. And I pray by the power of God, by Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that God convict Mr. Trump to prosecute once he's in the position to do so. And I can't be concerned about what non-believers think. 
or supporters of lawlessness think. Crime is evil. It's crime against God. It's crime against humanity. There's crime against kids that has been brought up in regard to certain people who were even in the White House. The wickedness has gone on for years. It shall not prevail. Because God will stop it. And he has. Put Mr. Trump up there. Praise God. I pray for his will be done. Not Trump's, but God's. I pray the Lord bless Mr. Trump. I pray and lift him up. I pray that God anoint him. He's obviously God's elect. God has put him in the White House. I pray that he would continue to just bless the Lord by honoring God, praising God, worshiping God, encouraging the country and the world to do so. Fix our country economically, but spiritually first. Lead everybody in prayer, worship, and honoring God. Father God, we praise you. We need you. We love you. Please help us, Father. Be good Christians. Loving Christians. Helping Christians. Serving you. We pray for great faith in you, Father, that we would believe and not doubt. We pray for great wisdom. Great wisdom, Father. Speak to us so we know what to do. Make us not ever go back to Egypt or the world system. Make us love you, Father. Make our hearts love you. Make our hearts fall in love with you more, with your word more, with Jesus more. Bless those who are hurting. We lift up Bobby, who just had his leg amputated, from the Truba family down in San Diego. We pray for Bobby, Lord. We lift him up, and we pray that you would heal him, Lord. We pray that you heal him up, and where his leg was cut off, Father God, amputated from disease and infection. Father, we pray you heal him, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We pray you send Anthony down and, and lead Bobby to Christ if he doesn't have faith yet, Father. We pray for this. We pray for our country, Father. We pray for Mr. Trump, Father. Pray you send your Holy Spirit, Father, into his heart and speak to him powerfully. Use him, Father, to help the country. Heal our land, Father. You are healing our land. You will heal our land. We praise you. We pray for the police. We pray you heal the police. Give them great faith in you, Father. They would see the light. Heal the DEA. Give them faith in you. Give them great faith. Stop the drug trafficking. Stop killing the kids. Pray for the CIA that goes out into the world. Give them great faith, Lord, and stop the corruption, the good ones. Help them stop the corrupt ones and help those who are corrupt repent and turn to you. Come to Christ. We pray for the FBI. We lift them up, the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We pray you bless them. We pray you put a leader in authority that loves you, Father. Handpick them. Handpick our judges that we would flourish because of your power working through us, because of you, Father, not because of us. Nothing we do alone can be good. Father, we love you. We need you. We praise you. Father, bless us. Give us words. Give us encouragement. 
Help us understand your love so that we can love you and love others. Help us love others. We praise you, Father. Bless this message, Father, that people would know that Jesus died on that cross, shed his blood, and then he was buried. It was prophesied 150 times that Jesus would come the first time. 300 times the second. Jesus is coming. There's 300 prophecies. He's coming. He's coming from the sky. He's coming from the clouds. Father, let people know. Send revival across the land. In the United States of America, send revival. Change the hearts of the people. Generation X, Generation Y, Millennials, and the kids. Change the hearts, Lord. Let your word flourish. Let your word go out and be preached by many. Reach the kids in the schools, the public schools, the junior highs, the high schools, the elementary, the colleges. Open up the doors for us to go speak, Father. We can go speak. We already know we can do it. Send us, Father. Use us. Send men around us. Send us to preach your word, to glorify you in all we do. We praise you. Open the doors and the floodgates. The time is coming, Lord. We praise you. We pray that it's your will that you do that. We see things happening. I'm not a prophet, but you give me prophecy. Father, I praise you. I'm just a man seeking you, Father. Please bless these words. Please bless this message. Please come, Father. Come, Lord Jesus. Fill us. Save us from ourselves. Set us free by the blood of Jesus. Wash our sins away. We admit we're sinners. We also know that you are God and you love us. Heal us, Father. Heal our land. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Beloved, this is Robert Smart with BMX Ministry. November 13th, 2016. At Sea Park. That's Constitution Park in Camarillo, California. In the 93010. Again, may the Lord bless you and keep you beloved.